0: right and we have kicked off it is the play on podcast it is the valentine's day semi-special although that sounds a bit weird all these men together pause but hope you're all well uh thank you for listening uh i go by the name of ben english and of course you can check us out on all streaming platforms make sure you share um, at Podcast Play On at Beer at Bance and another week of football to go underway. So myself Ben English as always taking you through. Ash, how you doing? Yeah, what's going on? Good, good, good. How you doing, man? Good Valentine's Day so far. <laughs> I don't
1: do Valentine's,
2: bro. So <laughs> <laughs> wow. Cal. Yeah, all good over here. And um well, the only thing I want for Valentine's Day is three points from <laughs> Arsenal, I'll tell you that. Yeah, we can speak on
3: it,
2: we can you, speak you on it. You're going to get it. Oh, he's, he's piped up already.
0: So we've got our guest. Uh, he's no stranger to the show. We had him uh, in the summer during the first lockdown with the North London Derby special. Ash, do you want to sort of introduce him? Because I know you took quite close and then we can kick on.
1: Yeah, so um, probably the most active Spurs fan I know. Um, <laughs> we ball together. We speak about ball together all the time. It's your boy, Adam Bear. What's going on, bro?
3: I'm good, man. I'm I'm just trying to get through the season, man. <laughs> I, feel like, I, I feel like Arsenal fan at the moment, man. It's mad. Uh, stay calm. I'm, I'm, I'll be honest. I'm I'm all right, brother. It's, we'll speak about what I want to happen at that at the club, but I'm I'm good, man. I'm all right. Cool. Kind of used to this, though, isn't it? Like, mediocrity. No, do you know what? This is like what well, it was like ninth, eighth, ninth. This is like when I was growing up, but temporary, man.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you got a few world class players now
3: um, just sum up the game yesterday's game I know we'll talk about it in more detail
0: but you know as, mm-hmm. as always we have our guests to sum up um, the recent game or the
3: season in three yeah. words um, uh, the season in three words um, I'd say all over the place I was going to say something else I said to Ash on WhatsApp but I thought no nah, I'd just rather call it all over the place <laughs> that's my three words cool. um, and in terms of yesterday's game I- I'll be honest with you like it was just like a free year, if I'm honest. Like, I I, I didn't expect anything. Um, some might say, oh, it's not a, you ain't got faith. But uh, how do you have faith playing a team that's won 15 in a row when you're not in good form yourself? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Um, so I, I didn't go into expecting anything. Kane hit the post or the bar early with a free kick at 0-0. I don't think that would have made any difference if it went in. I think it would have just meant we would have lost 3-1. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Mm, mm, um, mm. So yeah, I'm not I'm not disheartened by yesterday. Like, yeah, I'm really not, if I'm honest.
0: Okay, um, that's realistic. Yeah, it's a good way to start. So as always, we're going to just go over the weekend's results. Obviously, we're recording this on the Sunday, so then we will do the uh, upcoming fixtures for the Sunday and on the Monday, and then obviously general news is a bit to get through. Uh, so as we take it away first. Game, there's no corona 11 update I assume ash I've just got in my notes no. any.
1: no we'll keep it moving
0: yeah and I know um, we've got sort of January signings there was a bit of movement um, in the transfer window not as much maybe as sort of previous seasons because of what's been going on but we can touch on certain players who we feel may have hit the ground running or maybe maybe doing well we like to see push on um, we're gonna kick start with the first kickoff of the day Leicester 3 Liverpool 1 now this was a funny game because um, uh-huh. for like 70 or so minutes Liverpool were pressing you know obviously they had to turn it around from recent disappointment wonderful goal by Salah mm. and the Firmino assist we can just talk about that in a minute and, and like Thiago's uh, like his, his face his reaction um, and we could talk about maybe Thiago and sort of different contrasting views on how well we settled. And then all of a sudden, they just went to pot. You know, they weren't pressing, they weren't pushing. Leicester down the left side, Harvey Barnes, who, you know, Ash and I have an affinity for for fantasy last year, uh, and he was pushing for an England place in the squad at least. Um, Just really going at Trent, and we can talk about Trent being, you know, maybe exposed again because Sterling went out his neck and had him him up last game. Mm -hmm. And then Harvey Barnes, who's as direct, if not more direct than Sterling, was this at him. um, A a calamitous goal for the second one. And then, um, you know, Vardy just just, just being about. So it was an interesting game. Um, Ash, what are your thoughts on sort of the the, the way it unfolded? Because it was just 15, 20 minutes of madness at the end. Yeah, like I actually
1: watched the first half and I thought Liverpool were doing pretty well. I've been really worried about how they've been linking up in the wider areas. So I kind of feel that Robertson and Mane have been okay, but Trent and Salah on that particular right-hand side have not been as in sync as they were last season. I thought Trent was having a, a very good first half considering the form he's been in. But yeah, it's almost like that one goal rattled them and they just kind of completely lost their head. What I did find really interesting, though, is after that goal was scored, and it's, an, it's a stunning goal, like Firmino mm. does this, like he, he will pull out an amazing assist and this is, and then he'll do that and then his fans will say this is the reason why he's in the team. Like, he, he, he's the glue that adds that team together. But again, we've shown that he's done that. They haven't gone on to win the game. And I think it does show a bit about what, what Leicester are, are about this season. Because last year, they were in the running for the title. Liverpool came there and slapped them 4-0. This year, mm. they went 1-0 down and actually were able to kind of bounce back. Like, Leicester are... I know Liverpool's level have dropped... But I also think credit has to go to Leicester for their ability to get back into that game and go on to, to get the three
0: points. Mm. I feel Wilfred indeed had, had another monster game and he's someone yeah. who um, is really pushing that team on. Um, yeah, so it was just lost their heads and then another defensive mistake. Um, Adam, what's your thoughts on sort of Allison at the minute? Because in, in, in one turn, I mean, obviously the, the, the spotlight was in him because of the uh, miss kicks against Man City uh, yeah. in the week. And obviously... You know, Man City still had bits to do for those goals, but um, Allison at one point calamitous, but then he pulled off two amazing saves to sort of keep them semi in it. Um,
3: what's your view on the game yesterday? Um, you see, you see with Allison, yeah, he, he he can't like he can't deny that he's he's world class, isn't it? I just think, like, I think before we played him, he was out for a few games, and I just knew what was going to happen. He was going to come back and play really well, and and I'm, if I remember rightly, he did. They got the late goal, but I think he was good all round in that mm. game. But it's just like after that game, he's just gone to pot. and It's just typical. It's just typical Spurs. Like, we get this all the time. But him in general, it's like, you, you as a rival fan, you can get onto him because it's banned. and the memes going around. And the, I saw uh, someone, the headlines said Alison Blunderland. And it's, it's hilarious. But I think, like, he's not playing with anywhere near... Uh, even a half-decent defence in front of him at the moment. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, cool, Robertson's playing, good player, very good. Trent, I called from two, three seasons ago, can't defend. Like, yeah. it, it, Regardless of them winning the league, he can't defend. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But he got away with it. And Liverpool playing 100 miles an hour. Um, um, obviously, I know you t- you've asked me about Alisson, but I don't... like. Yeah, I, like I said, I'll send the memes around and laugh him, but I, yeah, he, he's, he's still up there. And I don't think until they sort out their what's in front of him it, i feel like there's there's more of this to come from him but some people will say yeah but he he should still be doing his job and uh, yeah to a certain degree but Look, look, like he's got uh, like, what's his, I don't even know the name of the centre back some days. I'm just like, who's this now? And there's some new guy. So, playing centre. To, to back. be
1: fair, like the one thing I would say is that the mistakes he's made in the last two games are just are horrific. Like, it doesn't matter wild, if, 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 if Van Dyke was there, he would he would still make those. Like, yes, he's given the, the ball away twice, truffle. which is poor. And then he's come out. But, but I think the mistake yesterday, he came out because he doesn't have faith in the back line. So yeah. that's where I take your point. But the kicking mistakes yesterday, um last week at city, oh just the ones protect. last
3: week, there was no pressure on him. So that's like I, I get what you're saying. It's like, why would Van Dyke be in there um mm-hmm. make that like if that mistake, why would that still happen? But do you know what it is, Ash? I'll be honest. Like a mentality thing comes like you're like he's 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 probably half thinking, Oh my god, am I gonna make a mistake now? Do you know what
0: mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. It's definitely a confidence thing, and also what you're saying, with with Van Dyke not there. It's meaning the stability in midfield is not there because they're yeah. having to defend or they're injured. Yeah. So where those kicks would have sort of bypassed the first few defenders and there would have been someone in midfield mm-hmm. to, to to help build up the play. That's not there. Um,
3: I, I, I want to sorry to cut you. I want to tie in sort of where you've asked me about Allison and we mentioned sort of like Tiago. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I want to tie in that because I, it's linked, isn't it? At the end of the day, it's the same team and it's it's they're they're suffering, but. He's world class, Tiago. Like it can't be, it can't be taken away from him. But it's there's no hiding that like, it's not working. And the reason why it's not working is he doesn't play 100 miles an hour. Mm. Do
0: you
3: know what I mean? Like that's not his game.
0: Yeah, he's been caught caught a few times with mistimed tackles. I yeah. think yeah. he was on an, uh, like uh, an early getting, yellow. He started
3: yeah. getting yellows and looking like. I've never looked at Tiago and thought he's a player that gets stuck in, but every week I've seen him making mistimed tackles because. He he has to try and make up for it now. The pace of the Prem. He's also coming, sort of, you know, he's
0: sort of dropping in, and it's, you know, it's a tough league, and yeah. he is world class, there's no denying that. Um, it just might,
3: to, to be honest, it happens in football, isn't it? Like it, 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 some players just don't suit certain teams. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And um, the 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 three amigos scoring for Leicester, uh, Madison with the free kick. Um, who gives a great post-game interview, by the way? He's really good. to Oh listen yeah,
3: to. I, lo- I love his interviews. because he's so like he just he's just like you feel like you're talking to one of your
0: mates yeah he gets it he gets it he gets it and then um Vardy popping up and also Barnes so the three of them getting there and you would you know it's a shame that Vardy's sort of not with the uh, internationals yeah, anymore but you wouldn't you wouldn't have a, sort of any dispute with the all three getting a call up and even playing a game at some point so um Leicester march on Liverpool with it all to do uh, with the one eye on the champion League now I suppose because the league is pretty much conceded mm. so um Who have got is
3: it Leipzig yeah, yeah, they're gone. They're gone, man.
0: <laughs> Goals are plenty. um Moving on, sort of. A lot of people had the Burnley keeper Pope or defenders in their team for double game week, and they did not disappoint with uh, a very impressive three-nil away win to Palace, where they just absolutely blitzed Palace and even had contention for goal of the month, made the goal of the season in Loughton. Was it Loughton? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Uh, I, I, I got him in my team.
0: Oh uh, yeah, see, I thought I had him, and I was driving, I was driving uh, on the North Circuit yesterday, which
3: was yeah. horrible, and he scored, and I was like,
0: yes. But then when I checked yeah. my phone, I had someone else in the team other
1: than me, yeah. so I was slightly pissed. I, I couldn't
3: believe it, and then I saw the, I think someone posted something that his last goal was eight years ago, and and I I genuinely thought, oh, because when I put my team, I thought, yeah, he pops up with a goal now and then. So clearly, I was wrong.
0: Yeah. No, he's a good shout. And and those are uh, Burnley the players and I'm really happy sort of they've they've turned it around. Palace mm. in the other on the other hand, bit of a free throw and without Zaha. I know we spoke <laughs> about the Zaha interview yeah. um off air. We can touch on that later, but at the minute they're just looking a bit a bit
3: lost. Yeah, they they <laughs> they only play well against Tottenham. That's it. Literally. It's true. You Palace at Sellers Park. It, it, to to most teams, it's probably not a battle, but I don't know why. It was, maybe it's the London thing, but yeah, without Zaha, I mean, even with Zaha, like they weren't really. They've just had a weird season.
0: Mm-hmm. I thought maybe them getting uh, Berchuya back on loan, he sort of might provide some sort of attacking threat because they got IU, they got Berchuya, and it's, they got it's weird. Uh, the like, other lad, the Belgian lad. But they just don't seem to, yeah, don't, just
3: don't seem to work in. And then maybe you know Roy. Maybe it's time to go, which is unfortunate because he's done
0: such a great job there. But
3: Do you know what? I think Palace have got a mad issue with Have you seen how many, how many players are out of contract at the end of the season? It's something like 14 players and the manager are out of contract. Yeah, I saw something. I and mean, then it's like the uncertainty about what's going to happen in the future. So that's obviously it's, looming. I think the only one that's signed recently is the goalie, who's very good. He's very good. So that's a great, mm. that's a great um, signature to get on, on board. But the reality is they could lose 10 plus players and their manager. And then it's like, it's, it's bigger than a rebuild. Do you know what I mean?
0: Massive, massive. It's trying to survival mode at the minute. Mm. Um, moving on then. So, uh, one of the biggest games, I mean, all games are big. I mean, the games are coming thick and fast, obviously. Yeah. But um, an interesting game. City pushing on. Obviously, nothing's, uh, nothing's written in stone yet. They haven't won the title, but you can pretty much say they, they, they all must have. Uh, and another impressive clean sheet. Uh, and three points on the board. I mean, Adam, you were saying sort of at the beginning yeah. that it was sort of like a free hit and he wasn't expecting too much. Yeah. But was you sort of hoping, because Mourinho said he saw fire, he, he, he saw players that scared yeah. him because of their intensity and having that battle with Everton midweek and the fact that they then yeah. had to go to City. Was you was you expecting to see anything other than what you saw? Or
3: was, I mean, you know, how, yeah, how did well, you feel? result-wise, it's like, you could have called it before you it, it, if you was a betting man you probably wouldn't even have got really big odds on that do you know what I mean mm-hmm. but um it was a game that if I'm honest I watched but like I watched but didn't watch like I didn't I, I wasn't invest, I wasn't in it if that makes sense <laughs> like I was just kind of like cool let's get this over with now do you know what I mean like when <laughs> can we blow up now like it was it was like a, it's like it's like a free hit as, as I said earlier but um like I I, I kind of echo what Mourinho is saying it's like i it's weird. Like I don't want to. Like there's there's Tottenham fans out there that are just they 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 feel like they're they're too many entitled. They feel entitled. They feel like we are like been winning trophies all our lives. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And I think that's because like obviously we've been flirting with like the, we have been we've established as top four, wasn't we? Well, do you know what I mean? Until last season for like the last five seasons. So maybe it's like you you get used to it in it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But. I don't, it's yeah, it's I don't, a funny one, it's a funny one. People are getting a bit eight, stale of Mourinho. And, I, I'm not, though, because 80, they, I saw a stat yesterday, 87% of goals conceded under Mourinho are individual errors. That's not down to the manager.
0: Well, we can speak on that. I know the goalies seem to be the talking point. Hopefully we can build on this now. But, yeah. um, Lloris, I mean, you had, you had a hell of mistakes uh, against Liverpool, but then also... The Sanchez getting sat down, which became a meme, yeah. Um, and but Lloris, the second goal, when I to say gets good, one could he maybe have done better there? Um, if you Lurice... look at his
3: body shape, if you look at his body shape, wait, is that, is that the one where he sat Sanchez down? No, 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 the third one was when he sat Sanchez down, and he yeah, have that really one that. Look at Lloris's body shape for that third goal, it's just like he it kind of like sits down as opposed to I'm not a goalie in it, but yeah. like it didn't look right.
0: Yeah, I thought the second one and the penalty he, he would have been. It t- he sort of got a hand to it, but wasn't. Yeah, I can't, I
3: can't be harsh on him. And and to be fair, his record on penalties against City, especially, is is very good. But like seeing have um, Guardiola say today or yesterday, he said, um, "I'm not happy about that penalty. It wasn't taken well." It's just like, "Oh, all right, rubbish." Yeah, it was, it was a shocking penalty. penalty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and to be honest, I wanted Edison to take it because he's my he's in my team <laughs> fantasy. Yeah,
0: well, we're building that. I mean. I'm going to pass it over to Cal.
3: Um, Go ahead. Sort of
0: Edison's assist and ability to play out from the back, something that Alisson at the minute for Liverpool has been struggling and then obviously um, with Lloris maybe could have done a bit better yesterday. So how impressed, Cal, you've been with Edison and also with uh, Gundawan, who you've renamed Gundaklart on Twitter. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, the Gundaklart. He seems Listen. to be the main
0: man in fantasy that everyone's captaining
3: except for me. i um, uh-huh. I don't even have him in my team and, and oh. my mate triple captain.
1: Yeah, here. same.
3: Mad, mad, mad. Stress. So, tell you, what's your thoughts on Edison
2: under well, one? Well, you guys are doing all right in terms of fantasy without having him. So, um, you know, maybe you need to continue getting your points from elsewhere with your differentials. Yeah. Um, but Edison, yeah, I mean, he's clearly a different type of goalkeeper, man. This guy, like, he's nice with his feet. He's really quick at reading the play, coming out and making interceptions like a like a sweeper-keeper, if you will. Um, and it seems like he's added assists to his game as well, like, you know, <laughs> playing lovely balls over the top, setting up goals. Um, I think uh, Pep did an interview after the game, that these little post-match presser, where he talked about, you know, he doesn't really demand things like that from his players, so it's nice to get an assist from the goal but, you know, th- that's not really uh, what he wants. What he really wants is he wants his team taking penalties. That's That's... That's the um the important thing. He Mm. wants his team scoring the penalties, and it's it's a strange thing going on at City right now because you know Gundogan missed one, and so Rodri stepped up to take one um against Spurs, um and he was lucky, man. Like like yo, he almost missed. He almost Mm. wasn't like very well placed in the corner. Keeper got a hand to it. So yeah, maybe they need to do a little bit more work on penalties because I don't think Luis is known as like. You know, like an amazing penalty saving goalkeeper. Mm.
3: It's it's only against City. I think he saved like four. So, but apart from that, yeah.
2: Oh, there's something in that with Larissa against City then specifically.
3: Yeah, because he saved he saved two in Champions League and he saved, saved one in the league. Remember the last season and then Sterling went over and there was a VAR looking at it. Was it a second penalty? Do you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Because
3: we we we've we've been seeming to get VAR luck against City, but not until yesterday. But just touching on Edison, like he actually. Like they they spoke with with Rodri as well, and it, they said, "Oh, what made you step up?" So I, I'm like, "Was there no plan? Like, who was taking it? Was anyone allocated?" Because Edison walked to the halfway line and had to be sort of told to go back. Yeah, but like, no, Silva was sort of talking to him, wasn't he? And um, yeah, so it's like, who who was meant to take it?
0: I think it's up in the air. I mean, it's confidence. I mean, we go back to that word, confidence, with the keepers, mm. but confidence with a penalty. Um, I don't think the penalty would have decided the game. I know, obviously, didn't. Uh, but so much pressure going on with all the players taking it. I expected Gundawan to take it again.
2: Um, I reckon he was meant to take it, but maybe because he missed the last one, he he was just a bit, you know, body language would probably show you like that. This guy's not ready to take this penalty. So yeah. you know, I'm, I'm really not, not
3: even convinced that Rodri will take the next one.
2: No, definitely not. No, I at mean,
3: least give it to Foden. Come on, let's give it to the, the best player, like the young God. Why not Foden? Yeah, good shot.
0: He's silky. He's silky. And, um, Cal, Gundawan, like, he's popped up. Again and again, he's he's providing them late runs into the box at City and not having a recognised um, centre forward number nine, as you were. Jesus is just not doing it, and I think he clipped the crossbar with a Cancelo pass, which upset me because I Cancelo obviously. Aguero um, is, is is out injured, and the fact that Guardiola can rotate players to play this fluid fluid sort of. Chop and change. And he did it last season. Was it last season against United in the Carabao Cup? Or was it this season? I mean, he, he introduced this false number nine. Everyone was chopping and changing. And they absolutely blitz United. And they, they've kept going. Mahrez has not been a factor. Um, he, but,
3: he, um, he done it with De Bruyne against Chelsea this season. Away, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And De Bruyne was like "Oh, something I've got to get used to. But it, mm. it seems to work. And in the past I know has sort of said Guardiola, Guardiola's been um, guilty of over-complicating things but he seems to have settled them now the defence yeah no. and he's keeping it simple and the way they're playing the um, the ball down the right they really went at uh, Ben Davis, is it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah Sterling at David ben I mean Sterling's playing you know incredibly well you can see his confidence in the box he's like mm. feigning to shoot four or five times but Cal um, just sort of Let's the, the, the speak on Gundogan, uh, and then we'll and then we'll keep it moving. Is there anything that else has caught your eye from the young, the young German? Yeah, <laughs> I th-
2: uh, I think that he's actually being deployed in a bit more of an attacking role, and that's what's actually enabling him to get more goals. So with the likes of Rodri, you know, he's a he's a big solid lad. isn't he? big solid unit. And, um, you know, he can kind of sit in front of the back four and protect things and sweep things up, which kind of gives the likes of Bernardo Silva, Phil Foden and Gundogan the, the license to kind of roam forward and be a bit more. And the thing about City as well is they haven't really been getting the goals from the strikers. You know, Ben, you just talked about this kind of false and and that um, uh, that Pep's been employing from time to time. You know, we had Phil Foden kind of doing it against Liverpool recently. Um, Jesus back into the fray, not really amongst the goals. So there's more of an importance for midfielders to score goals to help out and Gundogan just seems to be the guy in the form like so why not run with it? why not just allow him to just continue to get forward and he's got Mm -hmm. a nice little little bit of skill about him you saw it for his second goal against Spurs didn't you where he he turned Davidson Sanchez inside out gave him that little nudge you know like (laughs) sent him to the ground like a like a heavyweight boxer giving someone <laughs> an overhand right, you know what I mean? Uh, Josh like, oh. Warrington
0: looked like Josh Warrington <laughs> last night with a knockout. It was, uh, and it's mad. He, he, I like Sanchez as well, man. He's um. No, I don't. Gone down the pecking order. die I don't know anyway, but yeah, I mean, oh. whatever. Yeah. Die I got no love for, but that's that's neither here nor there. Um, speaking of defenses and pulling
2: off a masterclass uh, was so just, just before we move on, Ben. I would love to ask Adam what is going on with Deli Ali. Do you know what it is? You see, you see when you
3: get like, he, he was going to go to, to PSG it? there was no replacement. So rightfully, why are we going to let him go? Just because they want him and he might not be happy. If We can't be, you need the homegrown quota as well. So he's, an, he's a young, he's a British player, isn't it? Mm. Like you can't, we can't be letting someone go in January. Especially with how this season's going, you could lose three players to Corona in a, in a week. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So but you've already lost you've already lost Gareth Bell
0: to the golf course. So you know it's
3: like yeah, but do you know what the Bale thing? When he signed, I was I was happy, but I I, I said I don't think he's going to start. But it, it it's like it's a loan in it. Like it's it could be worse. You could we could have signed him. Do you get what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, he showed a glimpse yesterday. Um, yeah, some
3: some footwork. I saw that. But, but um, with with Delhi, it's like I think. If you saw the Amazon documentary, it was, it was there for everyone to see. Jose say, like, you, you don't train well enough. You don't train hard enough. And I think with when he was with Poch, he just became Poch's, like, son, his best friend, is not it? Do you know what I mean? Mm. So he probably didn't need to. But, like, it's, it's, this is something that not like a lot of fans don't want to agree on or, or say themselves. But if you're not training, like, why, why should you be playing? If you're not training well, why should you be playing? Do you know what I mean? but if you if you pull it off in a match, I mean, admittedly he hasn't. Yeah, done. but he hasn't pulled it off for two years. <laughs> it's, this isn't just this season. Delhi when did he get into to the Champions League final last year? Or the year before. The year before. So
0: that's Delhi, when he pulled it off. That's when he without him, you lot would have been like.
3: performance Deli's no performances and were were poor for the until, like the last sort of year under Pot. Remember he came. Mourinho came in and, and he, he he kind of he was his go-to. He was performing.
0: So it's not why they just didn't sell him on then, like English quota or not. That's just like he don't want
3: to be there. Nah, he, but you he can't you the requirements. Well, that 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 just you give that whole like, okay, cool. Your the player is in control here. Like, listen, it is like people were saying we should have sold Endon Bellet last season, and I was like, no, you just got to give him time. No, he's hard. He's very. Yeah, he's. But, sick. but that's the thing. Like, some players have to understand. Like, there's tough love. Like. If then he doesn't sort of respond and show, like, all right, cool, I am good and I'm going to show people, it doesn't help him. Like It doesn't help his career because that, all that means is there's clubs looking at, like, all right, well, he, he when the going gets tough, he, he, he hides. Yeah. You know what I mean? He can't be going to the Euros now.
0: I mean, there's, there's, there's Madison, Grealish, yeah. Foden, but, Saka, like that it, all, all these now is He would
3: have met with him after the January transfer deadline and said, look, I know you wanted to go. I was willing to let you go. It didn't happen. You're gonna get you're gonna get minutes now. You're gonna get the chance, but it's up to you now. Do you know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm. And and ultimately,
3: that's the truth. It is up to him. Right.
0: Let's see what happens. Let's hope he cuts off there, that, like, that little moustache as
3: well. There. Like, there's, there's no denying, there's a player there. But the problem with Delhi is he was he's like a numbers player, so he could he was putting numbers on the board when he wasn't performing. But then when the numbers go, it's like oh okay, now all we see is the bad performance. Do you know what I mean?
0: Should be good. Let's watch this space, see what happens. Right, moving on. Just quickly, last game of yesterday. Uh, having Martinez. Um, sorry, having Martinez. Martinez pulling off uh, a number of saves. I'm just looking at the stats here. Um, Brighton nil, Aston Villa nil, and there was 26 shots by Brighton, nine on target. Um, this game, I didn't expect to finish nil nil, um, and Brighton just sort of pay, paper pot a
3: paper, doing it for Brighton. They they deserve the win, you know.
0: Yeah, I didn't see it. I no, was so I was I was I was otherwise
1: engaged, but yeah, they were the, they were a the better team. And to be fair, I think um, yeah, Martinez done done well, but I'm not surprised because I think Brighton have only conceded one goal in their last five, including clean sheets at Anfield and yeah. um somewhere else. And then Villa Martinez, I think, is statistically like the best goalkeeper. He was the best goalkeeper until City's run of clean sheets. Um, obviously Edison is the unit but I think as a goalkeeper he's got like the best save ratio this season like mm. Man City don't give up many big chances but Villa do but he's been yes. the keeper who's basically done the best I think the only bad game he had was West Ham at home when he let a couple in when Jesse Lingard scored the two goals mm, but, yeah. away, but away from that he's probably been like arguably one of the buys of the season
3: Definitely I, so. I actually I had that down in a, a, a cumulare as, as a Brighton win because I think Brighton Get unfair criticism. Like before we played them, it was it, it, we what two three weeks ago. They hadn't won at home, but when I kept reading that stat all week, I was thinking, "All right, we will lose now. We'll be the first team." But it also made me look at their results, and yeah, they, they hadn't won at home, but they'd only lost two. Do you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. like they were like drawing, drawing. And I think the game they lost was United, which was like what in like the hundredth minute. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. Liverpool. So. Mm-hmm. I think with them it was just a thing of they just needed to get a win to sort of kick on and and they're they're, they're doing all right. Mm,
0: Honourable mention to the Villa back four like the you know with, with John Terry coaching you know, them but Cash, oh, uh, Mings, Target and um, in Goyo is it? Concer. Concer, yeah. yeah. So Ca- Cash, I really like and tar- uh, Target is uh who I thought was Scottish, weirdly enough, but um. He, look, he she- looks Scottish. <laughs> yes, have a Scottish <laughs> type. type yeah. of, um, type of Scottish but I thought yeah I don't know why it was but anyway 0-0 nil, nil, that ended with a 0-0 nil, nil, but not a bore draw uh, today's fixtures on Valentine's Day um, we currently have Southampton 1-0 up with Ings uh, Ings is a good shout, and eyed and you said this sort of before we were recording about mm. putting them in your fantasy football team and they have a double game week coming up uh, it seems that's, um, could they be doing the double on Wolves after beating them in the FA Cup I know um, Wolves rested a lot of players midweek uh, it's looking like it hasn't quite worked out in the league for them at the moment, uh, so Southampton currently looking good. Let's just move on. Ash, I want to bring you in. Um, I'm going to jump to Arsenal Leeds because these two teams who are very close to you, obviously Arsenal mm. being your um, your club and in Leeds with your family connection. Yeah. Uh, what's your view, sort of, in Arsenal needed to get a, a win other than stop you know stopping the three losses in a row, and Leeds obviously just just powering through. Um,
1: I haven't looked at it. I kind of think we're in a stage where there's I wouldn't say Leeds come into this game as favourites. I would never say that. But I think Leeds are the team that come into it with momentum. And considering their last couple of games, which was the away win against Leicester um, and right. then the home win against Palace, like, we could set up in a way that works very well for them. So I spoke a couple of podcasts ago about them maybe not being short in the middle of the park, like expecting too much for Calvin Phillips to do. They've tweaked it so that Dallas is now in there with him and then they play click. So they've got like a more defence minded player then they've got like click to be the number 10. Yeah. Um, I really like Rafinha. Like I think mm. Rafinha has been exceptional and his piece of skill. Oh, um, not Ill, Oh. Yeah. Actually, if, if the that, thing is, if, if I watched that was the game a bigger live, name,
3: if that was a bigger name yeah. player, you'd be, you would. Have, some people haven't even seen it. That's, yeah, that's yeah, how yeah. you know that it's not out there enough. What's
1: crazy is that I watched the game live, and when he did it live, I screamed because I kind of worked out <laughs> what he did. Then when I saw the when I saw the replay, I was I was lost. Like I, I was trying my hardest to scour the internet to get to get <laughs> you a, went in the a garden replay.
3: It, and tried to practice it. Do Mason. I've so, so done did that, to... that already, bro. But like you know, what just on. scored by the way. It's one all. Sick, like no!
1: Adam. Hold on, Adam. You you played with me. You know I'm one in it. So, but no, but that that piece of skill was so good. So, yeah, like he, real, but, but again, just recently he started to put the numbers up. But his performances throughout the season have been really good. And yeah. what I don't like about football now is it's almost like if you don't get a goal, you don't get an assist. You didn't have a good game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's it's, had it's good not, games not throughout the season, and he's our biggest threat because he's going to play on that left hand channel. I don't know if Tierney's fit. I don't think he's nah, fit. No, he's out. He's out. Him Cedric is isn't. Out. Cedric is okay, but I'm yeah. still a bit worried about that. I'm just worried about goals for us. That like we're just not mm. scoring enough goals. We look a bit like li- like lifeless up front. You see we, this like, Leeds game date? Yeah, Sorry, yeah. Leeds, like, let give you a chance. But I just know that if we if we go one 0 down, they're a good team to pick you off on the break. Yes. Yeah. So
3: we have. We have. We basically we have to go. We have to score first to win the game. <laughs> because in regards to your game i don't think there's a lot of people that are not really taking in just how big it is like it's it's actually mm. a must win game for you mm. like cuz you lose you can go can you be 13th by the end of the day or is it 12 um i think i think we go down to 12 but yeah, yeah like, he's, he's constantina
1: and he's squeezing up behind us
3: and everyone around you like there's teams that have, like like I know, a game in hand is only a game, but isn't there teams that have got like two games in hand still?
0: Yeah,
1: and
3: have, Like yeah. gone four points ahead of you already, and things like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, just
0: looking at it now, the Southampton who are behind Arsenal, but they both played the same amount of games and there's one point, so, so, so that's currently because a that draw. So if match Southampton match. win, then Southampton are going to go jump above. Yeah. So it is a big game. It's a must win game. I think there'll be goals in there. I mean, that's just sort of saying you might not see where the goals come from today, but mm. hopefully the least. I think I think
3: Phillips missing if he is missing if, if it's not. I don't think it's 100. If he doesn't play. That's good for Arsenal, but I think we've. Li- I, I just, if I'm honest, I I don't see Arsenal working harder than Leeds. I can't see them outworking Leeds. Mm. That has been a problem. That's been a problem for certain games. I know it was against Villa, both games at Villa and, um, and parties. If I'm honest, you know what? Everyone's like oh parties out. It, the jury's still out on him. I, like, oh, I no, I, no I way, man, no anything. way. He's solid. He's, he's solid. Yeah, you but you but notice the difference bad. straight away. I don't know. Maybe it's because I've got a Tottenham hat on, but because I'm maybe judging him walking off the pitch at at, at our ground, do you know what I mean? Mm. But I just think something that would would worry me if I was an Arsenal fan, did did you read that he missed two games in like four seasons through injury at Madrid, Atletico? And he's missed like 11 games already. Yeah, but that's like typical Arsenal, isn't it? What is it then? Is uh, it the medical team? Like, what's going on? I think we
1: rushed him back. Like, oh yeah. The what, happens with us, what happens with us? What happens with us is like people get like muscle injuries, cool, and like yeah. we just were so we're so quick to get them back into the team. Yeah. Like
3: we do stuff. So against against Tottenham, he wasn't yeah, that, fit. Yeah, that was horrible. To, when when he when he was announced playing, I was happy because I knew he wasn't ready.
0: Mm. It could be a combination of climate,
3: pace. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to shoot him down too soon because it is a it's it, like I, I'll point back to Endon Belly like. It not it, it, it not everyone. It, it, you can be world class You're not just going. It's not going to work straight away all the time. Do you know what I
0: mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to just fly through some of these fixtures, and if any fixture sort of jumps out, at anyone then just sort of let me know, and then we'll move on to, to news because I'm just conscious of time. Uh, we have got West Brom and Man United uh, early kickoff at two. We've got Everton, Fulham at seven. Uh, no Calvert-Lewin, possibly, for the first game. I know a lot of people had him for their double game week, uh, but should be bouncing back at City. Uh, and then tomorrow, West Ham, Sheffield United, which would be interesting, and Chelsea, Newcastle. And then the double game week, obviously, Burnley, Fulham, Everton City. Uh, Everton City looks tasty at the end of the week. Yes, um, definitely. I don't know if there's any other... Ash, if there's any games there that sort of jump out at you or Cal and Adam before we move on to news. I think Chelsea <laughs> would be interesting, just in the sense of,
1: <clears throat> um, he's been doing very, very well. Um, he's starting to get a settled team. You're kind of seeing what patterns of play they're going to do, and I think Newcastle, with their injuries, are kind of there for the taking. So I know you've made a captain. I think it could pay like big dividends for you. I'm hoping so, man. It was
0: sort of you know one of them ones where you do it at some point of the night yeah. or the day, <laughs> and then you just go about your business, and then you think, oh sugar, um, and he's done t- it. <laughs> Yeah, and then no, I got, I got my phone died when I got in from my house at eleven, and by the time I charged it,
3: turned it on, you saw that red uh, note at the top of fantasy. But um, yeah, well, yeah. Well, sorry, just just to sort of kind of yeah, go go, like similar to what you're saying, I've put Richarlison in as my captain, and I'm just like he's only scored two goals all season. Why have I done it? But no, he'll, so score. Like, he'll score, he'll score, he'll score today. And I, I, I left uh, calvert Lewin on my bench. Richarlison will play both games, but it's just like. It's weird it's a double game week but I'm kind of like cool it's all on the first game though if that makes sense. Yeah 100. <laughs> yeah. And even it's saying so that Fulham must
0: you know Fulham have yeah, turned it around so they know yeah, yeah no battles. mugs no mugs. Um Cal, any game there that sort of jumps out? you West Ham obviously being East End uh but no Antonio which is which is you know which is massive for West Ham I mean He, I mean, he might you still
3: know. play. You oh, feel- i binned him. I, that's who I put Richarlison in for so hopefully he's not involved because it'll just hurt me, but I, I've got Cresswell and Suchek, so hopefully some points.
2: Yeah, yeah. I've I've dropped Antonio for Bamford, so obviously that's, I'm looking that's forward a good to one. the Arsenal game. I think
3: that's a good one.
2: Um, that's, the, that's obviously the only game I really care about, man. I just want Arsenal to get that three points, that'll be my romantic gesture from Arsenal for, yeah. for Valentine's Day. Play some sexy football, get me three points against Leeds. Yeah, if we win 3-1 and Bamford scores, uh, you know I mean? I'll I be happy with Thank that. 3-1, <laughs> okay. That's, that's a big shout. All right,
0: moving on in news. Um, let's go. So, just quickly, we've got here, it says interesting, I didn't even know about this, obviously. Uh, Everton manager uh, Carlo Ancelotti's Crosby home burgled. Now, Crosby, I know well because I've got family up near there in the Wirral. Big uh, up, sort of all the Liverpool lot and Everton fans. But this is interesting, sort of uh, a legend being uh, being away from home, obviously. And and then they were burgled. Uh, two male offenders stole a safe from a property in Hull Road East, Crosby, at half six on Friday. So not even not even late at night. So
3: it's mad. Covid has got everyone hungry. All, all of these things seem to be like. Liverpool, manchester there's always like up. Mm. <laughs> Scally central, mate. <laughs> yeah, like mm. with, with the footballers, it, it, I'm sure. Like I've heard of a few of them now in the last. Yeah, few. it's always them ends. You men. don't really hear any Londoners get wrapped. So you heard <clears> about
0: like who, 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 What footballer had that they watched or someone that like, approached or wrapped up recently? I remember but um,
3: Delhi, Delhi in Dubai, but it was it was it, the worst thing is it wasn't even a it was it wasn't a genuine it was a fake, isn't it? Uh, it wasn't a real watch. A lot of the footballers are wearing them, and for their reasons. <laughs>
0: yeah, of course I don't blame them. We've got the real watches in the um in the, the safe real ones but at home. Yeah. The, these times, these times are off point. Like even sort of the time of day. Like my mum had her car stolen off her drive at the at this time, like midnight afternoon, like early. London. Evening. Yeah, in um yeah out in uh in Woodford. bruv. she went into yeah. her house, and then she looked out the window, and the car was gone. by this is like yeah. six
3: o'clock. This is like half four to half six. Not even, not even during the night.
0: <laughs> not, bruv. And it's not even. It was only a. It was a small car. You know, it's nothing fancy. But they're easy yeah. to nick whatever. But the neighbors had his range taken with,
3: with yeah, the kids' man. toys,
0: with the kids' toys and items on the sunroof in the little box thing. So, this crazy. In relation to this story, everyone, just be careful. Obviously, I mean, yeah. COVID has got everyone. Um, the streets are hungry, shall we say? Uh, so, Carlos, um, Ancelotti, whatever was in the safe, we hope you uh, get it back. Or I hope it wasn't sentimental because you know anything can be replaced, but obviously sentimental things. We, we, what, yeah. what was that joke you had off there, Ben? Oh no, it wouldn't have worked because uh, Carlos, Carlos Ancelotti's won more than probably Arsenal has, so it's it <laughs> dead. I would have been the same, like they, they broke it out looking for silverware, but but then I realised he's won more, and Everton and ain't won anything. So was that I think I was trying to be, I was trying to throw some witty banter into the uh, airways, but uh, misplaced, misplaced pass, a Thiago misplaced pass. How about that? Um, moving on. What's the note saying? I've got, we spoke about Brighton earlier and we've got this, which is fascinating um, and hopefully a step in the right direction for inclusivity. Uh, Hope Pal, Brighton woman boss makes history as first woman to win LMA's weekly performance award. And she seems to be going great guns with managing um, the women's team. And you know what? Moving forward, I've always been a fan of the, lionesses is it and like the 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 women's world cup but now i've got a little girl and if she gets into football i'll definitely be looking to take her to um obviously men's games but women's games and and should she want to play football then i definitely could support that because um i'm supporting girls football working in education but anything for getting girls playing more football i am all for so big congratulations to hope i don't know too much about her um uh, have you
3: guys seen the West Ham documentary on B- BBC player about the women's team?
0: No, no, I'm no. Check, it. it's a
3: really good. W- I found myself just randomly finding it like one AM one night, um, and then watching it. Um, it's David. Is it David Gold? Is or Sullivan? One of the two. Who's the older one out of the owners? Oh, it's uh, his son. He basically oh. gave the women's team club, like the club, to his son, who's like seventeen, eighteen, and he runs it. And it, it's just a really good documentary because it's an insight into like because it's professional now as well it's it's worth watching i think it's called the so- the young soccer boss or something
0: like that nice was he young, okay
3: yeah he's young like
0: 17 boy. 18 <laughs> that is mad it's like uh, ch- fo- football championship manager in real life it's literally yeah but we're all for that and i used to get i, I remember in uh Wolfenstow at kelmscott i used to get coached by um like the female player who played for arsenal growing up and you know they're all techie and yeah,
3: there, there was there was reports read, like last few weeks of um AFC Wimbledon were like in, have inquired about the um Chelsea women's team manager for that that like the role of the men's manager. Yeah, how long before we see that in the in in the um let's say the top five flight? years, five years? Oh, top flight, ten, I reckon. It's gonna happen.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah.
1: We look yeah, I think it. they need to do. I think they're gonna need to do well at a lower level and then kind of yeah, do work that their way or, up. Or what you'll find is that there'll be that that one chairman who wants to make, like, a statement about it. Mm. PR as well. It? It's a PR. Yeah. Or, or unless we have, like, a woman come and take over. Like, you know, you've got, like, Karen... um, What's her name? Karen, Karen Brady. Yeah, Karen that? Brady. Yeah. If, like, for instance, she became, say, like, the sole owner of West Ham. And, and she wants to make the point of being the first Yeah, yeah then yeah. maybe yeah. she could be yeah, the yeah. first person to do yeah, it. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I think... And let's not... Let's pretend that, like, money in the, in the game and... For females is going up um, yeah. in terms of like like the amount of people who are um, self-made millionaires and billionaires yeah. at the moment. So yeah, That's like you say that it can't be happening like real soon.
0: So have some Delia Smith inspiration in the
3: in the yeah. room, I forgot, like, yeah. I forgot. Yeah, she's been she's been involved for years as well. Yeah. Yeah? yeah.
0: So it starts it starts from the ground up. It would be good to see it grassroots with the boys because um, often you see men coaching girls football and you see men in yeah. women's football, but it'd be good to see more I think that's uh, what they need I think female need managers more grass
3: and coaches. Roots, yeah grassroots female coaches because you like you said I you don't really see as many as, as you see, like you see men coaching that like the girls you know what I mean mm,
0: mm, mm. right um next story moving on we've got this story here shared I think by Ash about Harvey Elliott you wanted to sort of expand on it uh to do with some settlement between Liverpool and Fulham and what that sort of means moving forward
1: yeah, so this is the, um, a record free um, for a player um, going through tribunal. So um, when he was 16, they moved, they, they took him from Fulham and Fulham had developed the player and um, looked after him. Um, it kind of goes back to a book that we spoke about, um, The Nowhere Men that you recommended to me, which is a brilliant read. I, I'd advise everyone to kind of read it. Ben recommended it to me and it's all about football scouting. But you'll have a club that will develop a player and then because they haven't signed professional terms, Bigger clubs can come in and take that player, and as a result of that, then the clubs who have nurtured him lose out on an asset. Mm. Um, and sometimes they have to put like a financial value on that young player. I know we don't want people to be commodities, but in football, they are they are moved around like that. Yeah. So what's happened now is um Fulham get four point three million for the for the 16 year old, which is a record fee. But Scott Parker was quoted as saying four point three million is all well and good, but I reckon if we had the player who we've given Mm. a debut to, he could be worth more than that to us in terms of staying in the premiership or kind of like where we finish in a position and stuff like that. So as much as it is a record fee, Fulham still aren't happy with that because they're saying the player could the player's value moving forward or when they would have been a lot more would have been a lot more.
0: Yeah, but on the flip side, the player could like an injury, something could have happened, he could have gone out alone, he wouldn't necessarily have um, done a done a teenage wonder Wayne Rooney or I mean
3: you know so yeah we don't know take t- the money t- or take t- sorry it yeah touching on that you know Brentford uh, were the first club to scrap their um, they don't have academy like they don't have like school of excellence they scrapped their academy because they were you know bringing players through from like eight nine ten years old coaching and spending whatever money they spend and Easy, literally yeah. 14 15 united will come in city will Chelsea, come in yeah, 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 yeah. so now brentford just have a b team which is working well for them brentford is right they're like I, they're, they're local and i love them that they are the one of the best run clubs in the world their b team only play um like prestigious friendly so they'll play like barcelona like under 18s and things like that. They don't play in like a, a league, like the under 23s league or anything. But obviously, at the moment, COVID's restricting them. So they're only playing like a lot of um, non league teams. But yeah, touching on what um, the tri- whole tribunal thing, a lot of clubs will start going down that route, lower lower league clubs. Interesting point.
0: I just want to build on that then and, and give like, you guys a chance to answer and our listeners as well. So we'll have a think about this. But um, so you saying that they're playing the prestige friendlies. Do you think it takes away from the young players' development not going out on loan or not going to? Other, lo- uh, other leagues uh, in England not, around the world
3: so they can be competitive and play men and, and get and play for something. Not really, because because their their B team is, like, in this season, their B team's, like, promoted sort of, I think it's like six or seven players into the first team squad. So, at Brentford, do you know what I mean? They can still loan players out, but at their age, at the age of sort of 19, 20, 21, which, which is the ages of their B team players, they... <sighs> sort of um have already had that experience before that because they've come through other academies and and possibly had loans elsewhere anyway do you know what I mean but to have that physicality
0: of like playing in these these friendlies or the you know and technically you'd be you'd be you know you, you're amazing yeah. you're playing in good
3: pitches but like the real graft of, mm. of but you of know what it's no different like the, the under 23s it's, it's like one of the it's, it's just not competitive mm. do you know what I mean like I, I've got a friend whose nephew is now out on loan at Doncaster. He was at City. He was at Fulham. Went City, like the like similar to the Harvey Elliott thing, um, and then Brighton bought him two summers back. Um, he's out on loan at Doncaster, playing every week, and he he he's doing well. He's doing amazing. But he said the, the shock from going from under twenty three Premier League yeah. to to League One. Like, you, you you, can get stuck in that under twenty three thing and just be, be an under-23 player, then all of a sudden you're 23, and it's like, well, what's going on now? Do you know what I mean? Interesting, interesting.
0: Um, right, moving on, and then I actually got to maybe fly off shortly, so I want to get your views on um, Arsenal-Benfica, Europa League, round of 32, being played in Athens, um, and then also Arteta talking about getting online abuse and the recent, was it Graham Pohl, the referee getting um, online abuse? Might be so it's been it's been constant now. So, um, what's your views on the game being moved? First of all,
1: well, they had to do something because um, due to these red zones and not being able to travel to certain parts of the world, it's made it very very difficult. But I, my view is sometimes if if this is what we're really doing, then should we just not remodel these tournaments and go into what they did last time, which was, um, do you remember with the Champions League, they just done it. Um, in one country everyone mm-hmm. kind of came at a certain time it was like a mini tournament yeah. i think it's they a bit harder to basketball. i think it's a bit yeah i think yeah. it's a bit harder to do that with the euros this year but yeah. i just think that like we're trying to kind of force it i understand people need to play football and football's like the one thing that's always on it's been a good release for people but there's, a, there's just so many things obvious they've
3: got to draw a line somewhere haven't it
1: yeah there's just so many things going into this and and then can can those players from certain countries come in here
3: and it just seems like it's a lot yeah. to be fair so um, they they only changed they only um changed Spurs game I think two three days ago they only announced that it's now going to be in I think like Hungary instead of Austria and it's like look how late they're changing this thing wouldn't it be easy just scrap two legs play one a one-off knockout in a neutral place and that's it leave it at that
1: yeah but i think the because of the the um the consistency of the competition it needs to be kind of two legs and, and move things around mm-hmm. i mean last year because it was just right in the middle of the pandemic they had yeah. to make a, an executive decision but yeah mm-hmm. they should have planned it a little bit better as well
0: you yeah. um, aren't the only ones only are, oh, sorry uh, i don't, not the only ones being moved but Liverpool Manchester City's Champions League ties against RB Leipzig and Borussia Mönchengladbach uh, have been moved to Budapest Great City uh good for dude. and Manchester United's uh, Europa League game with Real Sociedad is now being moved to the Juventus stadium yeah. in Turin. so there's a lot of chopping and changing there which could you know it's going to affect flight times and people's performances and yeah it does the, seem like it's it's all gone a bit mad
3: There was talks that the Liverpool Home leg, if you want to call it, was going to be played at the Tottenham Stadium, and then for some reason it is it's now not. So it's, it's just all over the place, aren't
0: huh? Yeah. So yeah, it does. It does seem a lot. Still putting up a lot of uncertainty and questions that need answered in the forthcoming weeks. Well, it's uh, Europe. Uh, European football's next uh,
3: next week, I think. Uh, yeah. yeah, this week coming. Yeah. yeah
0: about firstly football
3: <laughs> oh,
0: literally every day's the same man there's football rolling mm. every day It's just been full on mental right moving on with our notes um, we did say about the online abuse yeah. Uh, which I know Arteta has spoken publicly and a lot of other players and people have spoken publicly but you know it's something that we don't condone and it needs to be dealt with i think social media these companies have a lot to answer for in trying to eradicate it and and really bring it home that people need to be um prosecuted man you know yeah. it's abuse it's it's, it's not on I'm, I'm not supporting it and i'm sure the guys on the pod aren't supporting it uh Kyle, what's your views on sort of what's been going on on the social media because players uh deactivating their accounts uh referees are saying you know they don't feel safe out there
2: can you see a way forward can you see light at the end of the tunnel here i mean this is something that we kind of grew up with in football right with a yeah. in football um I'm, i might have told a story once about uh taking my little brother and his mates to an arsenal reserve game and you know and uh, pascal segan was playing and they started hurling all kinds of abuse at him and stuff. And uh, shout out to him because like he just handled it like a model pro, even though they were giving it all game long. You're rubbish. You should just retire. You should quit. And and that's the kind of thing that people think that they can just do. Like obviously that was just like a bunch of kids just sort of messing around having a laugh. But there's actually adults that are doing it at the football and. When they, you know, when the game finishes, they they think they can just at the player and and go at them on social media too. Mm. Um, and it's, it's something that people, we always talk about education, don't we? But then maybe we mm. need action as well. I have seen that there are some social media platforms that have come out and said they're going to start taking measures. They're going to start trying to do things. Twitter has said they're going to do something. Facebook has said they're going to do something. And obviously Facebook on oh, Instagram as well um yeah. so yeah we'll, we'll see exactly what happens in the future but obviously abuse is never on you should never be going online and you know whether it's your genuine account or whether you set up a fake account and then just, just abusing someone it's just not on you wouldn't like it if they did it to you
3: do you know do you know what i'll say about um the mike dean thing yeah it's wrong it is it's is too far but i get the impression he, he just like oh he's been doing this forever it's like like the check thing the other day how did he go over to that monitor and come back and say that that was a, a red card do you know what I mean yeah, like, I feel just, like it was the yeah. centre of attention
0: yeah big time big time It is all about him but with, yeah I mean we don't obviously we don't condone the abuse I mean people should receive criticism uh, or constructive criticism yes. but they, it should be done in the, in the right way and um, yeah. you know destroying players or really giving them a complex because of uh, their performance, but basing it on their their gender or their race, or whatever, we don't condone. Um, just touching on that, the Zaha interview uh, that we saw, um, he was sort of talking about uh, taking a knee um, and the Black Lives Matter movement, how he's been asked to, uh, he's been approached to speak about it, and sort of his his views on it. Um, I don't know if you guys watched it, but it was it was an interesting view that he sort of found it a bit derogatory or you know yeah. something more needs to be done than just wearing a black lives matter top or taking the knee and
3: do you know do you know what i, I, I um I, I, like i get what he's saying the danger of what he's saying though is gonna have the people that are the ones that w- like the the, the racists and things like that that's like music that's probably music to their ears you know mm. do you know like the people that are against it and it's like oh look they do you know what i mean he, he doesn't even want to do it <laughs> do you know what i'm saying yeah, you can hear his frustration I in his get, voice. I get it. It's a frust- it is, it, it, I took a lot of frustration from that interview, too, if I'm
0: honest.
3: Yeah, and oh, I, I really liked it. Um, so yeah. if people haven't good seen interview. it. Good interview, very
0: good. Yeah, 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 big time. Um, people can search. It's called hashtag on the Judy. Uh, with uh, with Zaha with Big Up Total Media, but they also interview. You know, they've got um, uh, Moses. Oh, uh, Sean Davis there? the other day. Yeah, there's one from Orion. Um, loads of ex-players or current players so worth watching Uh, the Zaha one in particular because he talks about Rock Nation, he talks about growing up in South London uh, Mm -hmm. but I think the main clickbait or the the, the, bit that people were drawing attention to was his views on the current standing with Black Lives Matter and taking the knee and, and what's being done beyond that So that was that was interesting to see. Um, I'm just conscious of time, Uh, so Carl, I'm going to just pass it over to you. If there's anything you want to add, um, otherwise we'll wrap it up.
2: Um, Yeah, yeah, there's been some big transfers announced recently. Um, Probably haven't got time to go through all of the January transfers and have that discussion. But Upper Meccano, big Upper Meccano, has agreed to join Bayern Munich in the summer. That is a a huge blow for all of the teams that were sort of linked with him going to them. There was talk about Liverpool signing him, talk about uh, Manchester United. But he's going to Bayern Munich. Um, Another signing that's been announced, um, which I've literally just, I think I picked this up this morning, um, Alexandre Pato is going to the MLS. He's going to be playing for Orlando oh, City.
3: Yeah, I saw that this morning. Yeah,
2: and that's hey. exciting. That's exciting for me because literally, while I was on the call. I was looking it up, and then I found that the MLS is actually coming back as well. The dates are now confirmed. the The 2021 preseason is going to start in March on the March of eighth. The training is going to going to kick off. And um, there's a provisional date of April the 17th for the season to start. And Pato, if people remember, 10 years ago, he was absolutely Ola. tearing up Serie A, mm. scoring loads of goals from Milan. lad. His, his career's kind of been on the down with slope ever since. Um, you know, he's ended up going to China. He did all right in China. And then he's been pretty poor in Brazil. But hopefully, he's only 31. Hopefully a new lease of life in the MLS. And uh, anyone that listens to this podcast knows I do like watching the MLS and looking out for... Um, David Beckham's team. So um yeah, it'll be nice to see Parto in the MLS. Okay,
0: go get a top for summer for the uh, when lockdown lifts and the summertime flexing in the park with the top. So um, yeah. watch out for that one. Okay. Um I was gonna say Adam, thank you for joining us once again. Obviously, there's not as much uh, heated rivalry with no North London derby, and, and both our teams being shocking this season. Um, Arsenal it. being a lot, lot worse, obviously. But uh, I want to say thank you as always for coming on the show. And what's your no social
3: problem. media platform? Because I know you're, you're active on the old Insta. Um, it's just my name, Adam Adam Bear UK. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, you have not been so, cycling recently? Nah, I just I, I've been doing jogs more lately, man. The cycling nice.
2: is
3: it was great in the summer, man. I was literally all over London, but. When the weather gets better, I'll be back out there.
0: Wicked, wicked, yeah. no, make sure you check him out and and thank you for coming on the show as always. Cal, um, oh, as always, thank you for providing the notes. Thank you for the link up play. The 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 captain at the back, making sure everything runs smooth.
2: Quarterback thing you know how the tingle. That's it, Tom Brady. What were
0: you saying, Tom Brady? <laughs> I I watched that you know for the first time I actually stayed up and watched some of it to try and understand it because I was feeding my daughter in the middle of the night and one of my friends uh Pete he's a big American football fan and he's talking to me about Tom Brady and Pat Mahomes and what's this what's this and I'm like I might have to get it I might have to watch the YouTube highlights because obviously I'm an NBA man all day and um even that I need to watch the shorter version so NFL might I might watch that in the in the new year but uh yeah is the uh the, Tom, the podcast,
3: Tom Brady. That's <laughs> it. Yeah, I'll
2: just do my it thing goes. in the background. Shout out to Ben, obviously coordinating us all, um, uh, bringing the convo, making it fun and all of that good stuff. Shout out to Adam as well. Um, I just followed you on the social. So Yeah, I followed time.
3: back. I just wanted to say, I don't know if you've seen it, but I've just seen Neto's goal. They're 2-1 up. Oh. Yeah. Unreal, man. Good result for Arsenal down down there. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Not for me with my goalie. I had... Um...
3: McCarthy. Yeah. That's yeah, no, a very good goal, man. Very good goal. Underrated yeah.
0: he is. He is. Netto and yeah. Um, yes. So... It is the Play On podcast, providing your football chat over the week. Uh, if you're commuting to work, if you are staying home, you know, during COVID, still stay safe. Wash your hands, wear your mask, get your lateral flow test, get your vaccine, look out for your loved ones. Make sure you ring your friends, man. Then make sure you actually call your mates. Don't just text them. Yeah. Um, I know women like to talk and, and men men not really. We send voice notes for we call someone. Um, <laughs> this is the Football podcast platform for you the fans if you want to get on hit us up at, at podcast play on at beer at bantz i go by the name of ben english thank you adam thank you cal thank you no Ash, problem take care guys slip out have a good weekend have a good week everyone and take stay care. blessed take Very care
3: cool bye